You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Good morning, and welcome back to the podcast. It's Brick here, and I am grateful that you have tuned into our Friday podcast. Our Friday podcast is a chance for us to be engaged and connected with our mission partners and ways that our church members are being on mission. And so today I am really excited um, to be featuring a partner that is is really more of a local partner. Um, it's Christian Services. And specifically, um, Christ, Christian Services has a um, an avenue of service that we're partnered with very closely um, that our church is, and it's called Meals on Wheels. And so we're going to be talking about Meals on Wheels, what that looks like when it comes to um, serving the people in our community. I'm really excited for it. This morning, I've got uh, Dudley Lee um, in the podcast room with us, and um, I'm Dudley is a Meals on Wheels wheels driver um, and I am really grateful for uh, just his service in that area. Dudley, glad you're here. Thank you, Brett. Nice to be here. Absolutely. Well, um, Dudley, I'm just going to first and foremost turn it over to you. Um, I I would love, you know, at some point in our conversation just to hear about what Meals on Wheels is, um, you know, what a route looks like, but I'd just love to hear about your experience and what it's been like for you as a Meals on Wheels driver. Great. I've been retired over four years now. My wife is retired also. And we were in Sunday church service one day, and Dr. Sauls got up to speak. Mm. And it was about needing drivers for Meals on Wheels. We didn't know what it was. We see the monitor every Sunday, and it's asking for drivers for Mm -hmm. the program. And so she and I discussed it, and we said, you know, this is something I think we can do. So we approached Dr. Sauls, told him we would try it, and he was needing drivers. You know, he always needs drivers. Mm -hmm. So he was glad to have volunteers. So he went with us on the first delivery, showed us our route. He assigned us a route. We drive Route 3, which is a great route. Mm -hmm. And he went with us to the door. You know, you don't have to talk to the people. You just hand them the lunch, knock on the door, they open the door. They're gracious to get the lunches. Mm-hmm. A lot of them will talk. A lot of them just say thank you. Yep. And, you know, most of them are elderly people, mm-hmm. shut-ins, and they need assistance. And also they just need somebody to talk to sometimes. Mm-hmm. My wife has developed a friendship with Miss Bass on our route. And I sit out in the truck. She delivers some meals. I deliver some meals. So I just sit out in the truck. And heard Miss Bass talk sometime 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, the rest of these lunches are getting cold. <laughs> Come on and let's deliver these people's food. But anyway, we uh, we delivered Route 3. And Dr. Sauls called me one day. He said, Dudley, he said, I'm in a need. Can you drive a substitute route? I said, sure. So I came over. He assigned me the route. I delivered it. Because Dr. Sauls delivers two to three routes a week by himself Mm. because a lot of the drivers something to come up they won't make it they can't make it they have doctor's appointments family sickness whatever the reason 
and he'll just fill in their route. Mm-hmm. Well, when he gets a, a route, or sometimes he delivers two a day, he needs assistance, and he'll call somebody else. So he called me again one time, and I said, sure, Dr. Sauls, I'll be glad to. So I came in, and he said something to me that's been on my mind ever since. He said, Dudley, he said, you and Miss Patty have entered the ministry at the right time. And I had never thought about that being a type of ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't all be preachers, mm-hmm. and we're not doctors, but there are things we can do. Mm-hmm. And I had never thought about delivering meals to shut-in people as being a ministry, a mm-hmm. type of ministry. And I was kind of proud he pointed that out to me mm-hmm. because I had overlooked it. And as the time went on, you know, I would fill in occasionally, and he kept telling me. I would find out he was driving two to three routes a week, mm. and I'd tell him, Dr. Sauls, I'll be glad to help you. And he said, I'd hate to use you up. He said, if you call somebody over and over and over, sooner or later, they'll quit answering their phone. And I understood what he's talking about. We need other drivers. You know, if we don't have a permanent route, we would need somebody just to agree to fill in a route because a lot of our drivers are elderly, such as myself, and we have doctor's appointments. And I'm fortunate enough to be on the same route as Miss Joyce Norse. Mm-hmm. And when I need to be off, I'll call her. And she'll cover my route, and I'll cover her route. We just swap days. It works out great for us. And she'll do the same. But Dr. Sauls called me one time and uh, to fill in a route. And I had filled it in a couple of times before, and I knew it pretty well. And there was one elderly lady. You'd go around to the back door. That's her request. Mm-hmm. And it's a sliding glass door you can see in and when you walk up to it she's always there in a wheelchair by a sewing machine and she's waiting on her lunch and I tap on the glass and she looks up and she tells me just open the door and set it right here on the sewing machine yes ma'am and she said thank you and I did that several times well this one particular time Dr. Sauls called me on a Friday and I went around to the lady's house, and as I walked up on the back porch and looking through the sliding glass door, there sat the lunches from the day before, Mm. and one of the lids were open, and I could see that the food hadn't been eaten, Mm -hmm. and it was right where the driver had placed it. I thought, this is not normal. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going in anyone's house. Mm -hmm. And I had knocked, and I never heard anything. I knocked and knocked. I never heard a response. So I went back to the truck and I told my wife, I said, something's not right about this. We need to research this a little bit. So we went around to the Pedal Police Department and I went in and asked them would they make a welfare check on this lady. They said, sure. And I gave them the address and her name and then we delivered the rest of the meals. Well, I went back by her house before we went home and there was three pedal police units there Mm. and I got out introduced myself told them I was the one that went Mm -hmm. by and asked and asked how is miss so-and-so and And they said when we got here 
we went in the back door. It was open, just sliding glass mm -hmm. door. And so we found her in the bathroom. She was sitting on a porta potty chair, mm -hmm. had been sitting there for over 24 hours and couldn't get up. Mm. And they had the ambulance on its way. Wow. They got the lady and assisted her out. But I've often thought, had I not saw that the lunches hadn't been eaten from the day before, mm -hmm. and it being a Friday, we don't deliver on Saturday or Sunday. You're right. What would happen to this lady over the weekend? Wow. And that part of the ministry is fulfilling. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just glad I was there. And I think that God put me in the position at the right time, at the right place. He moves us around where he needs us to be. And we don't know it most of the time. But I think everything we do has a reason. That's right. A rhyme and a reason. That's exactly right. Meals on Wheels is fulfilling. I enjoy doing it. We've been delivering over four years now and uh, don't have any plan on stopping. Things <laughs> there could, we go. Things could change in the future. Yeah. But if we could get some more drivers yeah. to help, you know, it would, it would help a lot of people. Not only myself, I have a regular route and I don't mind filling in for other people. Mm-hmm. But I know that we're short of drivers and we need some other drivers also. Well, and Dudley, I just want to, you know, highlight again what you said, and I guess you're carrying the world, the words of Dr. Sauls, but, um, you know, the fact that it's a ministry. And, and I just want to take this moment to pause and celebrate, and hopefully, you know, the, the listeners, everyone that's, that's tuned in has a chance to celebrate the work that God is doing through Carville Baptist Church five days a week, around lunchtime, you know, and, and that, that amazes me. And, and I just, I praise the Lord for it because I think it's easy for us to forget that there are, and you know, this is a small picture of what Carterville Baptist Church is doing every day of the week, right? Now there's, there's Meals on Wheels drivers that go out, um, you know, all together, you know, they're going out five days a week and delivering meals to, to more than 88 different locations. Well, no, so I, I'm going to cut that back. Um, th there's a lot of different meals we give out. I don't know the exact statistics, but a lot of different stops. Um, and if anyone wants, wants to come on in, I've just actually had the chance to, to put this all on a map. I put pins on the map where every little point is. And it's neat just to know that there's a life there that's being touched by someone from Carterville. Well, and, you know, what I love is that's just a pic, that's a small picture that we can, a tangible thing that we can measure, right? That, that reminds me that there's Carterville folks that are going out into, into their jobs with their families, you know, taking care of their children, um, you know, meeting with people in, in grocery stores that are, that are ministering and sharing the, the love of Christ wherever right. they're at. Um, and so, so I love that, grateful for it. Um, real quick, um, before we close, uh, could you share with me, Dudley, just, you know, I think you've communicated it some, but just reiterate so why do it? Why is it important for you? Um, and why, why should someone else join, join doing Meals on Wheels? I get a sense of fulfillment from it. Mm. The people that you meet, the people that you see that are on your route, these people are in need. Mm -hmm. I'm mighty blessed. God has been good to me. And you see on a daily basis as you deliver people less fortunate. And, you know, they have children. These meals help those people. Mm -hmm. 
and a lot of them are shut in. A lot of them are, some of them are young people. They're just unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And uh, you get a sense of fulfillment. Our route, which is Route 3, we deliver 28 meals, and it takes us probably 40 minutes to deliver. It's no big hassle. You just drive up to the door, knock on the door, someone to come, mm -hmm. you hand them the meals. Hey, how are you doing today? Great. Good to see you. God bless you. And you go to the next route, mm -hmm. the next stop. And uh, it's it's a fulfilling thing, especially when you, you see the elderly people. We had one, her name was Miss Cross, and she loved to talk to me. Mm -hmm. And she would ask me every time I delivered. And she was some form of dementia, and they eventually put her in a, in a home. Mm -hmm. But she'd ask me every time she saw me, what's your name? And I would tell her, Dudley Lee. She said, oh, I was a Lee before I married. Do you know so-and-so? <laughs> no, ma'am, I'm not from this area. But uh, we would have the same conversation. Yeah. And you just stand there and smile. Yeah, and love and, on them. And love on them. She just needs someone to talk to. Yep. I have actually driven up to her house, and she would be in the yard waiting on me to get there. Mm. Not because she was hungry, mm -hmm. because she needed somebody to talk to. Yep. And... You just can't replace that. Yep, you can't. It's just something that you just have to experience. Yeah. Well, Dudley, <clears throat> I just want to thank you personally for faithfully serving for several years. Um, I want to thank you and your wife um, for serving as Meals on Wheels drivers in this ministry. Really grateful for it. And for those of you that are that are tuned in that are listening, I hope that you've enjoyed just hearing about how the Lord is working through Meals on Wheels. And I want to challenge you of two things. First and foremost, I want you to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit is stirring in your heart to be involved in this ministry, um, don't say no. Don't don't put it off. Um, give our church office a call. I'd love to talk with you and, and explore more of what it looks like. If you want to be um, a regular route driver or if you just want to come once and, and see what it's like, I'd love, love to help you with that. Um, also, one thing that, that every listener can do is right after this podcast is done, um, pray. Pray for the people that are receiving meals. Pray for the people that are going out and giving meals. And more than more than giving meals, giving love and care and, and a kind word to um, those that are receiving them. And so, so be in prayer, not just today, not just when this podcast ends, but continually through the week because they need it. Um, the people that are in their homes need prayer. The people that are going out and ministering to them need it as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast this morning and um, I just pray that you will be missional this week. Thanks for tuning in.